This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast number 369. Can anyone else make a Mac? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast number 369. And uh, you, you already heard the title of it, and uh, we, we'll have a lot more to say about that in a little bit. But uh, first off, I would like to welcome, as we usually have him on every week, Gaz Maz. Hey, Gaz. Good evening, guy. Yes, and Harry Google to you, too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that'll yes, make more yes, sense yes, later yes, yes. maybe it, it pr- probably might do it might not <laughs> we, we mentioned things at the start of the show and we never back up that's right we, we move forward look yeah. to so the what future you, what have you been doing this last week uh well you know the end of the quarter is coming up so it's mostly been work oh yeah yeah you know they they actually believe that i have something interesting to uh to input Toward our our job and, and our jobs, various finances. No matter no matter how many times I tell them, I I really don't. <laughs> well, I must admit, I have actually been weighing up uh, Mac Mini options. Oh, really? Have you made a decision mm. yet? Well, no, I'm still kind of just weighing it up whether to um, go for the Mac Mini and then buy that um, iFixit kit that you can get and add another hard drive in there and put another SSD, uh, or not another, but put an SSD into a, a base model. Right, use that for your boot. or oh, but, but then weren't you also talking about getting the server one? Yeah, but I, I've kind of veered away. Away from that, really, because I've been looking at the options about you know um, because because it's got the quad core in it, it'd be the yeah. way to go, of course. However, I've been trying to work out whether I really need quad core, and I read um, uh, a bit of an article on uh, the differences between dual core and quad core, and I, I think it would be complete overkill for my usage. Now, you know, if you've got lots of applications which um, can use the power of all of those cores, and you're doing lots of um, Video editing, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, then it, it might be useful. But to be perfectly honest with you, I think a high-speed um, dual core would be, yeah, yeah, be yeah. perfect. No, well, and they yeah, are the, nice too. Well, the the i five or the i seven would be perfectly fine for me. Not the dual core, the because I think they're i five and i seven. You can go up to a two point seven um, uh, i seven in the Mac Mini now. Were you talking about the dual core or quad core? No, dual dual core. Okay, okay. dual core. Yeah, I'm not confused. No, nor am I. So, <laughs> About um, what? But I was, yeah, I've been looking at possibly going for that option, the, the base model, and then uh, you know, getting as I say, getting that iFixit kit and popping, popping a uh, hard drive in there because uh, the, the app will give you an option, but they give you an option for two hundred and fifty six and a seven fifty gig spinning drive, and two fifty six for a, a boot up drive really, I think, is too big. I mean, I've got yeah. quite a lot of applications, but really. You know, I would think 128 would be fine. Yeah, I mean, I, at a push, I could live with 64, but I think 128 would be the better option, certainly. Yeah, and <clears throat> oh man, my throat is all messed up. Um, the nice thing about having 128 is if there's something you're working on, well, like video or something like that, and you want a little bit of faster access to it, you can, you know, pop it on your leftover on the SSD, 
And when you actually go to save everything, save that to the spin and drive, but work, you know, work throughout on the SSD and that, that I mean, even with, even with dual core, that would speed up things quite a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, the hard drive makes it, I mean, I, I think I've mentioned it before putting that SSD in that MacBook, the white MacBook has just made the world of difference to it. So anyway, I'm, uh, you know, just contemplating at the moment. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still looking forward to another event, which we might be talking about next, uh, uh later on in the, in the show anyway. So yeah. Yeah, they, I, got a, uh, I got a feeling it might come up. Yeah, yeah, just maybe. See, just we'll see, maybe. We'll see. Uh, why don't we skip over to the MyMac stuff? I think we should. Okay, why don't you start us off? Uh, Jabra Halo. Hello. Hello. Hello, Joe. <laughs> Jabra Halo. Halo, however you want to say it. It's a audio headphone headset, which is wireless, and it's a review from Steve Hammond. And uh, Scott Wilsey has Pocket Size Podcast, Episode 34, Haters like, and Competitors. Yeah, I actually like what you call that now. You uh, you called it something earlier, and I, I really like the way you shortened it. Oh, PSP? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think some some other company may have a trademark <laughs> with that. I don't anyway, know. The, I don't know. The, the, the next item on the, uh, the website is a memory cloud review. Um from Mark Greentree. Who, <laughs> and why am I laughing, Gaz? I, <laughs> the, the, the listeners might find out towards the end of the show, but we, we, we just did a little bit of a, a promo for him. Right, because uh, his uh, Not Another Mac podcast is joining the, uh, the My Mac Network. Yay! Yep, so uh, he, he had kind of written up uh, a promo and had asked us to give him a hand with it. And the, the problem, of course, is, you know, you're in the UK. I'm here in the East Coast of the US. Well, Mark is down in Australia. Yeah. So, I mean, what a stupid place to live. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 12 hours away from everything. So it would have been really, really difficult to get the three of us on at the same time. The only time it probably could have worked out is the weekends. And, you know, you're you're kind of busy on your weekends. That, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, he, I was, I, yeah, I must admit, I, read, I did two games last weekend. I'll be doing two games next weekend. Anyway, back to the website. Now, come on. Oh, stop okay, it. okay. And this, this review of Memory Cloud um, from Mark is basically it's about an online uh, cloud computing storage for photos and videos. So, go take a read. Were, were, were we still talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, next up is a yes, review we <laughs> of a couple with it, you big yank in a world. <laughs> uh, John Nimorowski has a review of the Hitachi Toro Mobile Pro and C-Flex. C-Flex. Good holy crap. The Seagate GoFlex Turbo. In, Put your teeth in. Ah, hold on. There. Got it. Got it. That's better. That's it's a better. couple, a couple of small hard drives. Uh, looks like they're seventy two hundred RPMs, and uh, they look pretty good. A uh, little, little pricey, I think, but that's okay. And the tech fan podcast number forty eight has beaten us to it. Yeah, I've I've been talking about getting Tom. That's Tom Schmidt, who's a big, a big fan, and I, I think he's been around the MyMac um, scene for a long, long time. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, they they. Snatched, snatched him. They snatched him. <laughs> well, I think um, they wooted him first. They woot. Oh, how dare they woot! <laughs> you can't. You can't woot our people. Yeah. Anyway, Tom was on the um, Tech Fan Podcast number forty-eight with. Um, I th- was. I think David was on. Tim and David. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I listened on. to it. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and, and actually, I'm going to. There, there's another article. The next <laughs> article on the mymac.com yeah. website is by a certain person who happens to be on this podcast tonight, opposite me. I'm looking. Not li- I don't not see literally, him. but but we might get to some of that information later. So yeah, that generated a little bit of a, a couple of comments. Mm. Uh, we'll last last we'll one up is another one from Mark Greentree, the Mac OS 10. Now. When you say, you know, it says here OS with the letter X, and then after that it says 10. So wouldn't it be Mac OS 10 with an X, 0.7? <laughs> or am I nitpicking? I, I, I think, actually, you're nitpicking. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, every time I say X, people give me a hard time. And it, yeah, well, it hurts my feelings. Yeah, it's Mac OS ten ten point seven. <laughs> well, They're just missing a comma. That's ah, all. I see. Give, you know, give it, give it up. Brought God, to you by the up. Department of Redundancy Department. Give it so up. So <laughs> it's it's the Mac OS ten ten point seven Lion Pocket Guide review by Mark Greentree. Go, Mark. And uh, that's all we got for my Mac stuff. We did get we did get some feedback um, from Twitter. And I put this first one in just because I thought it was it was just so funny. And this was from uh, uh, Jolly Jap. Oh, crap, I wasn't ready. Oh, <laughs> darn you. You say Jolly Jap. I say Jolly Jap, you big yank tank. That's right. I'm a big yank tank. And he puts in here, Struth. Oh, I, I can't do it. Now, do you want me to do it? Yeah, please. Struth, Bogan Ipsen gives you an Aussie filter text. And what that basically is, if you need, if you need, I, like I a am going to get block, so much hate yeah, mail about that. Accent. That's all right. I'll I'll make sure that it's all forwarded to you. That's feedback at mymac dot com. And if you need a lot of filler text for a document or for a website or whatever, there's the lorem ipsum code or text generator. Well, this one's a little bit different. It basically gives you Australia flavored filler text. Mm. Mm, interesting. Mm, that's, that's right. Yes, it's inter- it may The problem is filler text. I think is supposed to be filler text. The problem with this text is you want to read it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of defeats the purpose of it being filler text. Yes, precisely. Mm. But go take a look. And um, if if you remember last week, I was you know we were had somehow the Beatles came up, and uh, I was under the impression, obviously greatly mistaken. That Abbey Road was in Liverpool, and <laughs> I corrected you straight you away. Did correct me straight away, but there there were enough Beatles fans out there that I got I got spanked big time. People were very very unhappy with me. Spank me, spank me. <laughs> Gary Apter actually wanted to condemn me to listen to an hour of Justin Bieber music. Fortunately, many human rights advocates stepped in reluctantly. To plead my case, they did actually. They did. That was that was very good. <coughs> now the thing is, I I wanted to get in quick and, and name all of the six Beatles. So I'm just going to go for it now. Is that all right? Yeah, go ahead. Because you you weren't ready for this, were you? No. There's Ladybird, Stag, Rhinoceros, Long Nose Weevil, Carpet, and Powder Bose Beetle. Oh, you're just so wrong. It's it's so wrong. It's <laughs> it's John, Paul, George. Mo, yeah, Larry, John. and Curly. Yeah, John Ladybird. <laughs> George Stagg. <laughs> Ringo. Give me a Ringo. Long Nose Weevil. 
But he did have a he did have a big schnoz. Yeah, of yeah. course he's not dead, so he still has a big schnoz. <laughs> Love you, Ringo. Love you a long time. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, so uh, we didn't get we any email we feedback. Love, we... Go ahead. Sorry, I, I spoke over you then, didn't I? Have we got some delay here tonight? Uh, I hope not. No, nor do I. Anyway, um, we love your feedback. Keep it coming, folks. Yep, yep. Yes, we do. Uh, let's see. We're, uh, we, we didn't have any email feedback. Uh, no. There was some Facebook feedback, but it was related to something we're going to talk about. Well, actually, that's not strictly true because we did have some email feedback, but we oh. actually created a promo out of it. Oh, well, that's, that's not really feedback. That was a request for information, an RFI. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um. No, no small children ratting on their father saying they don't listen to our podcast this week. But I do have, I do have a news of the weird guess. Yeah. Did you uh, look at this one? Well, I did briefly. Now, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people no longer have what is kind of regularly called landlines as far as their telephones go. They don't have a phone in their home. They do everything from, from their cell phones. Well, apparently, uh, this this woman had had, and it, I'm not laughing because her house was broken into. I'm laughing because of the story. Uh, a, a thief broke into this woman's house, uh, took her money, took her purse, and took her cell phone, and then left. And, and she had no way to contact the police. So she gets on her computer, goes to Facebook, and asks some of her Facebook friends to please call the police. It, it, it Yeah. It, it is a bit of tech news of the weird because people have gone down that route. Some people have yeah, gone a down lot the of route people of not having a landline. So, yeah, what do you do if you lose your phone? And, and what happens, actually, if your batteries run out and your house is on fire? You need a little bit urgent. You can't just boot up the computer and say, my house is on fire, somebody call for the fire service. Well, I mean, you, you have to think ahead and use Twitter in that case. <laughs> 140 characters straight out. My Call the fire department. Hold on. I need to do a different tweet. I live in up. Oh, damn it. Hold on. Yeah. And in the meantime, but, people are, are like looking through the, the main Twitter feed and they're like, yeah. what? Wait, hold on. Wait. Yeah. I, I lost the thread. Let me, let me get back to the thread. <laughs> yeah. By this time, toast. they're dead. Oh yeah, yeah. The house, well, the house well, is burnt no, up. They probably got out, you know. Let's hope they. Anyway, that is tech news of the weird, and um, the police come round, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the story didn't say whether she got her phone back or they caught the guy, but uh, base. I, I think uh, I, I, she like put a, a picture of the guy on Facebook, and they're trying to find him that way. What did he pose for a picture? Well, I would have. <laughs> yeah, but you're weird. No, that's true. Okay. And I think that, that's it. That is weird. Yeah, that is news of the weird, I must admit. <laughs> Why don't you take us out, Gaz? Okay, stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. I couldn't do that with my throat this week. And adding more lanes, we 
Do you hate when your favorite Apple-related or iPhone-related podcast makes a religion out of it? Do you hate when your favorite podcast is wonderful except that it's about an hour and a half too long and they go on and on and on and on and on and on and on? I hate when they talk for hours. Am I using my four-year-old daughter to help me record a podcast promo? Yes! If you're tired of podcasts that last for hours and don't do anything except bash everybody that doesn't like everything that you do, and all you want to do is instead have some lighthearted talk about the products that you like, the iPhone, the iPad, and the iPod Touch, and the Apple TV, then join us on Pocket Size Podcast. We're short, we talk about iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and when we do talk about the competition, we try to be open-minded, but not so open-minded that our brains fall out. Pocket Size Podcast, from MyMac.com. He is calling you, do No shirt, no shoes, no podcast. The G-Men on the YMAP.com podcast. And welcome back to the YMAP.com podcast after that first little interlude. Now, Guy. Yeah. You're a naughty boy. I, I am. You've had your wrist slapped this week, I think. <laughs> By several well and, people. Well and truly, both on Facebook and on the MyMac.com website. And on Twitter as well. Mm, now, would you like to tell everybody why? Uh, I wrote an article <laughs> on the MyMac.com website, and we didn't talk about it when we were talking about the other stuff because I knew this was coming up. And the name of the article was, Is it time for Apple to try clones again? And the funny thing is, this sounds a lot like back in 2005, because both Tim and I were like, when there were the rumors coming out that Apple was going to go Intel, both Tim and I were like, oh, there's just no friggin' way. Apple's, you know, power PC forever. Risk is better than Cisco. Blah, 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 blah. And then like a month later, they did what? You know, <laughs> so with Apple, on, with Apple, you come really get, give us your reasons. Give okay. us your reasons. Well, first, let me give you some financials. Okay. 2011 quarter three results for Apple's computers, 1.2 million desktops, 2.8 million laptops, 20 million iPhones, 9.2 million iPads. And I'm not going to like talk about all the numbers, but uh, roughly about 18% of Apple's total revenue was from the Macintosh and, and, you know, Macs as computers, whereas iPhones and iPads were a, a much higher number as far as, as revenue coming in. Now, if you do a comparison of quarter three of last year and quarter three of this year, Mac revenue increased about 16%, which is good. I mean, that, that's, that's a nice, healthy increase. iPad revenue increased 179%. iPhone revenue increased 150%. Now, this is total revenue for each segment, which doesn't talk about profits. Let's talk about profits. Mac estimated profits for quarter three, 2011, $1.53 billion. That's profits. iPad profits, $1.8 billion. iPhone profits, 
$4 billion. Mac sales account for about you know, a little more than 25% of Apple's overall profits, while the lion's share eh, lion, is being generated by iOS and, and iOS devices. And so Macs are still a significant revenue stream for Apple, but it's becoming less important. And as far as hardware, hardware sales go, not just from year to year, but quarter to quarter. Ten years ago, Mac sales made up almost all of Apple's revenue and profits. Now it's barely a quarter of that. So at what point does the Macintosh, as a platform for research and development, become more of a drag on the company than it's worth? So I started thinking about that, and I said, well, maybe it's time for Apple to really think different and stop making Macs. With the switch to Intel processors, Apple's Macs are more like their PC counterparts than ever before. If you get down to the guts of Macs and PCs, there's not really that much of a difference as there used to be. And, you know, let's face it, all of Apple's, or I'm sorry, all of the Macs that are being made by Apple aren't made by Apple anymore. They're made in, you know, companies in China and Taiwan and, and so on and so forth. And these are the same companies that are making Dells and Lenovo's and all that. So go the next step. Design specific motherboards for each segment, low, middle, and high for both laptops and desktops. And each manufacturer that wants to make Macs for Apple have to submit their designs for Apple to improve. And the only way this would work, number one, Apple would have to stop making Macs. It doesn't make any other sense otherwise. And there would have to be some kind of chip that would be installed on each one of these motherboards so that OS X could only be installed on these types of Macs that are being made by companies other than Apple. So the guts stay the same for each one of the makers, which makes servicing less of an issue. You could still allow people to bring their Macs in, who, regardless of who makes them, to an Apple store for service and repairs. The difference would be instead of going to an Apple service center, they would go to a region-specific uh, service center for each one of these companies, and they would, and the, the PC makers would have to kind of pull up the slack for that as far as servicing goes. And so a significant amount of, of investment of their own money from each one of these companies would, would have to be put in by them before they would be allowed to make and sell OS ten based computers. Apple makes their money from licensing not only just the OS, but the motherboards designed by Apple. Apple's profits would, wouldn't be as high as when you know they sold a Mac that they designed, but more Macs would most likely be sold overall. And the trade off is they wouldn't be as pretty. Okay. Can can I can I kind of try and hit that sure out of the park. The, the high points. <laughs> First of all. Yeah. I'm out of my friggin' the, mind. The, the <laughs> First of all, I recently saw um, a video of Steve Jobs when he, he came back to Apple at uh, the Worldwide Developers Conference. Um, and he took, he took a, he, yeah, 97. And he took a load of questions. And he actually spoke about the clones then because he was asked a question about them. And, you know, th at that point, they were seemingly, because he said they, you know, were quite happy for the clones to be out there. Now, obviously, since then, they've taken a complete 180 about turn on that well, philosophy. Well, it, it wasn't even until philosophy. the end of 1997 when, they, when he changed the company's mind on that. Well, he was only just in then because he'd only just come back. This was still fairly early on, and he wasn't really you know, leading the company at that point. But that, that's, that's, that's by the by. Since that point, they have 
made a complete about turn. Now, Mac estimated profits, yeah. 1.53 billion. Yes, that's profits. It, 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 there are companies that celebrate when they get to 1 billion as a company. So, you yeah, know, in just a, sales. Quarter, a quarter of their revenue um, and their profits coming in on the Mac, you got to be kidding me. They are not <laughs> going to ignore that. <laughs> well, I, it's not a question so, of them ignoring it. Okay, no, go ahead. well, hang on a minute. Yeah, on a minute. I'll wait, I've, got, I'll I've wait. got a backup. I've got some backup there because okay. I've listened very intently to your little piece. So let me have a go back. You yeah, go big ahead. yank tank. Um, <laughs> so, so the, and that's you big fair yank enough. tank. Now, the thing is, the thing is, what what struck me as you was going through all of those um, those figures. Yeah. Well, one, it is still extremely significant, but two. There is a big key point on the Macs versus iPhones stroke iPads. Where have the iPads and iPhones to go? They are, they, I think, have hit their peak. They're still selling plenty, but I don't think their market share is going to increase. Whereas they still have a massive market share to go out with their Macs. Now, until they get to a point where Apple do not think that they can sell any new Macs and any more Macs out into the marketplace. I don't think that the, the, the clones will even, you know, be a twinkle in their eye. And especially because of their stores. I mean, if they get rid of that whole process and say, we don't need, we don't want Macs, we're going to put it out to third party, they, they're going to close all of their stores down because they might as well have kiosks selling the iPhones and iPads. So for me, there's some valid points to your argument, but I really think that at this point in time, while they've still got a massive, because they are at the bottom of the tree when it comes to selling PCs. So there's a massive market out there that they can still go for. Yes. Um, uh, and I think because of the growth, it is steady growth, and it creates, if you remember, we've spoken before about Apple creating the whole. And I think selling the Macs is part of that philosophy. So I think this would change their whole philosophy of the way they go to market with the, you know, the, the complete package. So I think there's some valid arguments there to, to bringing clones out, but I just don't think it is going to happen, not in the foreseeable future. Oh, I, I don't, I, I don't believe it'll happen in the foreseeable future either. Um, but uh, to, to get and, to and a I couple like, of your points. I, I like your trade-off anyway. They wouldn't be as pretty. They, they wouldn't be as pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, if you think about what I said, at one point, and it wasn't that long ago, every single, almost every single dollar that came into the company was being generated by the Mac. Now, some 10 years after the iPods came out, that's down to 25%. And, if, and think about this. The iPhone came out in 2007. The iPad only came out last year. In both cases, both of those are now outselling the Mac all by themselves. Each one of them. The, as a matter of fact, the iPhone is is almost triple the amount of profit than the Mac is. Yeah, but I, I still I still have the thought process there. I'd still throw out to you that I think the iPhone and the iPad have reached their market peaks. They're not going to grow anymore. 
They've got as much of the market as they can take. Now, the market is still growing, I exactly. agree, because there are still lots of smartphones that people haven't got smartphones. So that, that expanse of uh, marketplace is growing. I agree with you. But there is, I mean, they're, they're at what? 10%, 12% of the Mac, of the PC marketplace? What, the Mac? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's 10%. You know, it, 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 and I, that really comes down to now, now who generates that, let, the numbers and right, okay, whose numbers fine. you believe. Okay, let's let's be let's be fab. Let's give them fantastic news. Let's say they're at fifteen percent, which okay. we know they're not. But let's say, for argument's sake, they're at fifteen percent. They're not going to get up to you know fifty and sixty, but they could still aim for thirty, thirty-five, or even forty percent of that marketplace. So for me, until they think they've reached the absolute pinnacle of where they can sell Max, this is just an absolute no brainer. To be making that amount of money on the PCs is just still outstanding and something which it's it's paying for itself and there's absolutely no reason why they would, you know, throw that away and give those massive profits to someone else. And then they're actually cutting back on the ecosphere. You know, the whole Apple environment, it, it, it starts splitting it up. And that's when you get fragmentation. And that's when you become a Sony. And that's when things start dropping off. Okay, but what makes a Mac a Mac? Everything about Apple. OS ten is what makes a Mac a Mac. Everything about Apple. Well, I, I, I disagree. I, I think that their operating system, more so than the, the looks of the hardware, is what makes a Mac. And if mm. Apple is designing the, the major components... I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what, Guy, they sell a lot on pretty. Well, yes, they do. But at the same time, you know, like you said, Apple has roughly, let's just say, 10% of the market. A lot of the people beyond that 10% either can't or won't buy a computer that costs over $1,000. And Apple will never convince them to buy a Mac as long as the starting price of getting in is $1,000. Even the Mac Mini, which starts at $699, by the time you throw in a monitor, keyboard, and everything else, a, a backup drive for it, which you're crazy if you don't have one. I, I think you're also missing. I think you're also missing the amount of software, uh, m the money that they make from software, and now they've got the iOS, um, the, sorry, the Mac App Store. That's going to be a big revenue stream, and the stores themselves are a massive revenue stream for all those peripherals. I mean, the, the, it, it, it's the whole. Which well, I'm not saying I'm not saying close the Apple stores. I, I no, think but they will do. I I think they'll have to because if you go down a clone route, you're then servicing other people's problems. So you you then if you if you're going to stop selling Macs, you shut those stores and just have kiosks selling iPhones or let other people sell them. And it's a complete structure change and another about turn. And I just can't see it. I just can't see it. Okay. Well, I'll let you have the last word on that. And, um, but I, I still think it could work. So I, yeah. yes, I have that. I mean, well, one. I mean, as I say, <laughs> there, there are definitely valid arguments in there, but I just don't think it's in the mindset or the ecosphere of what Apple wants to do. And I, I mean, yeah, we'll agree to disagree. Cause I just don't think with the way they are at the moment and the, the, the fact that they like, 
um, everything to be encompassed in the Apple ecosphere. That's, and I keep using that word ecosphere. There's a community out there as well. Sure. And, you know, you start getting clones in there and it's, it, it's going to get messy. It's going to get messy. I don't care how much of a control they like to try and keep on it. It will get messy. And, um, I just don't think it's in their mindset yet to go down that route. Okay. Well, no, that's fine. You know, we, there's no reason why we have to agree on everything. Yes. And, but, 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 but I tell you what, you didn't, you didn't have to get a lot of feedback on that, both on Facebook and oh, the website. Oh, my, my, actually, uh, I'm going to scoot over to that particular story. Uh, there yeah. were, there were six comments. Well, actually, I guess two of them were mine. Uh, <laughs> Scott Wilsey basically said he didn't see it happening. PC makers ruin everything. Um, Eric McCracken on the last Macworld podcast was talking about Lenovo, and then he upgraded to Windows 7 versus on some other machine that had shipped with it. And the can, one can, that shipped with it had Nagware and all the other junk. But that can be controlled. But yeah, anyway... Could- I, I like one quote from Tom in particular. Can I, can I quote Yeah, him? go ahead. It was on the website. Yeah. Oh. You crazy fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to quote Mr. T. <laughs> and then uh, Tim jumped in and said, I'm sure Apple won't mind losing uh, $1.53 <laughs> $1. billion. Chump change, he Chump said. Chump change. And that he was worried about PC makers you know, being capable of, of making desktop and laptop computers that equal Apple's quality and design. And, you know, it's not that they can't make quality computers. It's just that the bulk of the computers they make are the, is the, the cheap crap. Yeah. But you see, the problem is when you, t- when you take, when you give it over to somebody else, they will try to cut corners and, and you don't know where those corners are being cut and, and what impact that then has on the model that's going out there. And no, for the Apple true. stores, and for the Apple stores then to see, oh, here comes one of those. It's a so and so, so and so. We hate those because we know that they never work because this top lid, when you try and open it, it cracks at this point. It's a piece of shit. That's Can right. you imagine? Oh, what did you, you just say? <laughs> Explicit tag. Explicit tag. <laughs> it's a piece of booby pants. <laughs> Uh, over on Facebook, uh, we had quite a bit of stuff in there, too. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, it's all right. You know, what the hell? Oh, oh. Uh, Eddie McGee put in, it sounds stupid. Very short, blunt, to the point. Uh, James Meyer asks, you know, what advantage would there be other than prices? Um, Eric Diaz Burgos says, no freaking way. Could you imagine a Dell or an Acer with OS ten on it on cheap, bendable plastic case? Uh, Eric Osaki, not again. This does not add to innovation. Uh, M. Lisa Coven, nope, didn't like the original clones. Beautiful, solid hardware is a large part of why I use Mac since 1986. Uh, Vicky Stokes, I buy Apple products because of their quality. Love my four-year-old MacBook Pro. No major issues in the time I had it. And the last word from Facebook was from Steve Hammond. He says, not sure. Apple is not only an OS software company like Microsoft with a little cash symbol. Uh, (laughs) More, even if the Mac line is not the milk cow of these days for Apple, an Apple product is still an Apple product from the little screws that that are on your icon to your desktop. And I can't argue with that. You know, Apple, when it comes to design, Apple certainly does go the extra mile. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly an inter- interesting thought. But uh, sh- uh, when I first came over, the w- one question that I actually asked was, you know, why don't they license the software? Now it's on Intel, so it could go on another machine so people could try it. But, you know, once you get into it, you kind of understand why. You really do understand why. But it's you, because... You know what's funny? Go is on. when they first made the announcement that, you know, Apple was going to Intel processors, Steve actually demoed OS ten. I think on a Dell box yeah. that they yeah. had, you know, cause when, when they were putting out, um, Intel Macs for, for developers, cause they were the first ones to get it, of course. Yeah. Uh, I think they were like Dell or, or HP boxes, something like that. Yeah. yeah I, should, I, 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 I should look on eBay, see if anybody ever sold any of those. Well, they, you know, they probably do. And, and people keep I mean, going on about hacking Toshies and I was going to try it, but you know, uh, yeah, it, computing has moved on. Yeah, pretty much. Well, uh, whether you agree or disagree, uh, you can send us feedback. Uh, probably the best place to do it would be on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and just type in uh, "My Mac Podcast" in the search box, it'll come up. Uh, just you know, give us a thumbs up, thumb or sorry, give me since I wasn't one that wrote it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And uh, for every thumbs up, I'll smile, and for every thumbs down, I'll cry. There. How's that? That's just stupid. <laughs> it's <is> stupid. <laughs> so everyone, stand by to be. St- uh, no, I won't say that. Stand, stand by, by to be stand, stood up. Stand by to be stupid. Ah, <laughs> uh, stand by to stand by, and uh, we'll be right back. It was stupid, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> I hear you talk. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson. I'm David Cohen. And we are the hosts of Tech Fan, another show in the MyMac Podcasting Network of Shows. David, we don't talk about just Macs on our show. We don't. There's more to technology than Apple and the Macintosh, even more than the iPod and the iPad. So uh, we talk about... There's more than the iPad? Uh, I've heard so. I believe there is more to life than the iPad. Yeah, right. <laughs> So we talk about all those other things. We talk about games, we talk about uh, audio, we talk about video, the movie industry. If it's to do with technology, then we're all about it. But especially the iPad. Well, we talk about the iPad a bit. I I like the iPad. (laughs) I like my iPad too. It's TechFan on the MyMac Podcasting Network. Podcasting means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the third segment of the MyMac.com podcast. Take two. Because <laughs> I said a bad word coming into the uh, the last one. Yes, you might have to beat me out of the last section as well. I'd have to find it. I, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to stress that much over it. Wow. <laughs> You mean Gaz and I actually, when we're not recording, occasionally say curse words? Who would have thought that? 
Um, okay, family the, friendly. Family yeah, friendly. Yes, yes. Come on, calm down, guy. Okay, okay. What? Why did you start us off? <laughs> I got yeah. an ice cream. You, you've gone again, and you've lost it. Yeah. Okay. Much. Well, apparently today, of all days, just before we record, I did. I did actually send a note to Tim. Oh, that was very, you, very yeah. sweet of you. I said, "Could you? You know, we're recording tonight, Tim. Do your stuff. Yeah, give us something. Give anything." <laughs> And, and he did. He gave us nothing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't get an invite, and I'm sure no. you didn't. Well, I did, and, but I did to be honest brag. with you, I don't care. No, it's, it's not like we're going to drop everything and fly out to <laughs> California not. in our Shefford limousine. Anyway, so in case you don't know what the hell we're talking about, today Apple announced the time, the date, and the place for some kind of mysterious iPhone event. <laughs> What could it be? <laughs> now, oh. a lot of the a lot of the blogs have picked up on this, and I've seen a few complaints uh, from people saying it's not an iPhone five event; it's an iPhone event. They have not announced the iPhone five, which is in fact true. Yeah, they've just yeah, called, they they've just they've just called it an iPhone event. Um, yeah, take it away, guy. Okay, well, it's going to be on October fourth, which is next Tuesday, which is good because that means we can talk about it on next week's show yep. at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I think it is, PST, yep. uh, at Apple's Cupertino campus. And there's so, also a mysterious number one on the phone icon, because there's basically, you know, it was kind of kind of clever the way that they, they set it up. There were, oh, I don't have it here in front of me. There was like four icons. Yep. Uh, one was like an iCal one that had, you know, the, the 4th of October on it. Uh, one was like a, a, a time iPad, iPhone icon. But it was the clock, yeah. It was a, the, yeah, uh, the clock. The, the clock uh, icon, wasn't it? Yeah. And then they had another one that was that looked kind of like a Google, was Google mapish. Not quite, it was like googly. It was a mapish. It was a mapish type of icon. <laughs> yeah. That, that's had a little icon on it or a little pointer on it that showed uh, Apple's Cupertino uh, campus. And then there was the phone symbol and it had a little number one on it, which nobody seems to, uh, everybody has theories, but nobody seems to be able to adequately explain well, it's it. Well, just, it's just the announcement, isn't it, really? I mean, I, I think people try and go too deep. They probably thought, let's put, you know, an, uh, an identification, you know, what, what do they call them? Oh, what do they call it when you get those on your phone? That number one, when you've got it on your phone. Come on. I, d- I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, the, the, the word has just left me. When you've got that number on the on your phone. Oh, it, it just means up, that you have a message or yeah, somebody yeah, called. Yeah, but it's, they call it something, don't they? Anyway. Oh, notification. Notification. God, dear. Well, it took a my long brain, time to get God, there. It did, didn't it? Blonde, anyway, Florida. I, Blonde, Florida. <laughs> you're not get Essex. Mate, <laughs> Essex. Um that notification is just the fact that it's a notification about a new iPhone. I, you know, I read no more into it other than that. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, a lot of people are saying that it's not going to be the iPhone 5, that there's going to be some interim device that they're calling I the, must admit, the iPhone I was, 4S. I was thinking that actually if they were going to do that, wouldn't, wouldn't Apple like to do the iPhone 5, the iOS 5, on October the 5th? Yeah, well, I mean that—that's. I'm I'm thinking because as far as I know, the the next version of OS 10, which will be 10.7.2, is basically ready to go. 
and they're yeah. just kind of holding on to it, probably for this event that's coming up. Probably. And what would be the point in in holding off on ten point seven point two unless it had hooks in it for iOS five? Yeah. And what would be the point of putting out iOS five if you didn't have an iPhone five? Yes, I, yeah, I, it, I, I think the link is going to be the fact that you know it's 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 iPhone, it's the next iPhone, and it's going to run iPhone, you know, the iOS five uh, yeah. software. Although I would be very surprised if iPhone fours, the current iPhones, don't also run iOS four. That would hack. I mean, iOS five. Sorry, iOS five. Yes. It, that oh, would they, hack a, no, they wouldn't. They, they, they no. The, no. the, the uproar would be incredible. Huge now, I know that in the developer community that a lot of people have been trying. Oh, excuse me. The developer version of iOS five on iPhone three GSs, which is the phone I'm currently using. Right. And they've said it works, but it's, it's, it's not the best breakfast that they've ever had. It's not a really good experience. Right. And this kind of fits in with what Apple does with most of their products is they, they basically support like the, the current version and the one that came before. So, you know, if you've got an iPhone 4, you'll probably have no issues at all running iOS 5, even though, you know, you don't have the, you know, quote unquote latest phone. Um, same thing with the 3GS. The 3GS may or may, I mean, they may just drop support for the 3GS altogether. And it wouldn't surprise yeah, I, me if they did. No, I mean, well, that's the sort of thing they do. They, they move it on. But I mean, that's what we're going to get. We're definitely going to get a new phone, whether it's going to be the, the famed iPhone 5. And to right. be perfectly honest with you, Guy, I think they're going to move away from the, or the I think, sorry, they should move away from <clears> this naming convention, you know, and, and just try and change it because, I just get fed up with this, you know, the iPhone 4S, you know, all oh, that's different to the iPhone 5. and Just give it a name, you know, or change it because it, I don't think it does them any good. But one more thing about this notification, about this um, uh, invite that they've sent out. They've also said at the bottom, let's talk iPhone, hmm. which I think is intriguing because I've got a feeling that indicates to possible speech text capability. And functionality on the phone it's, itself. Well, now, you, it has you, like a rudimentary could, kind of you know voice activation, but yeah, I, I've never Apple, used it Apple, because it's such a pain in the neck. Yeah, and Apple, I, I think Apple will want to move that on big time. And you know, you could take that in. You know, let's talk iPhone. I, right. You know, just leave it out a little bit so it leaves room so people can miss. Yeah, misconstrue what that means. So, <laughs> well, Apple is certainly very, very good at self-promoting and getting other people to talk about them. Absolutely. I mean, here anyway, we are so, every week. Uh, yeah, yeah, to, <laughs> yes. and and we're now talking about the event. So we will be back next week, and I'm sure that we'll have all of the news about this event, which is going on next Tuesday. Yeah, we should probably try to get. Uh, it would be nice to have somebody else from the site, from the mymac.com site, come on and talk to talk to us about it. We'll have to see what we can do. Maybe set something like that up. Yeah, possibly. That'd be good. Yeah. So, Guy, yeah. this week, do you have a <laughs> a non-zombie pick for us? My God, yes, I do. And there's no <laughs> zombies in it, though some of the aliens kind of look like zombies. zombies. Yeah. Oh, dear. But it's, they're not zombies per se. Um, 
Game Loft, which has made a career out of copying other people's games, but not copying them to the point where they can get sued, has a StarCraft clone-ish game <coughs> called Starfront. Not the clones again. The clones. The clones. Bring sand in the clones. clones. All right. Good. You know what? I can't sing. No, we know now. That's, yeah, that's, that's painfully, painfully obvious. Uh, it's called Starfront. It's by Gameloft. It's $9.99. And it's a very, very serviceable uh, StarCraft clone. A lot of the same things that you do in StarCraft, you do in Starfront. And I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm having a good time with it. And it's available not only on the Mac, but it's also available on you know various iOS devices. $9.99 cool. for the Mac. Cool. Well, actually, my, my uh, pick is also $9.99, and it is also for the Mac, um, but you'll find it if you're in the UK at £6.99, and it is called Identify. Now, how many rubles is that? Uh, that's about um, two po- billion no, 2.8. No, 2.8 oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you know that. I've, I've got no idea how many rubles it is. <laughs> 300 Egyptian pro- pounds. Probably about 20 rubles. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm so- I'll, I apologize. I'll, I'll shut I apologize. up now. Bloody rubles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't ask me how many euros it was. So oh, no, that's please. too easy. <laughs> yeah. It anyway. has to be something really obscure. Simoleon granolas or something. <laughs> Go ahead. Just grab me by the granolas, please. <laughs> um... What was I talking about? Yeah, it's, it no was idea. an app that does something <laughs> that costs money. It's called Identify. It's by IMH Software. And if you go to their site, it's a bit of a blog, really. You, you, if you, when you hit the site, you think, huh? what is this? But it's the developer's own site, and it's more of a chat and forum site for, for this particular application. Oh, for like uh, people that have bought it, they can yeah, ring up yeah, and seems, leave? Yeah, seems so. Okay. And it's... Basically, it's a metadata tagger. So if you've got lots of, um, uh, well, files, <laughs> whether they be video files or other sorts of files, very often you can. there's lots of metadata which you can change in those files. Right. Um, and I was looking for one to change some uh, files that I'd got. And I, I normally use MetaX, but I, I was seemingly having a problem with a particular source code on this particular file that i was particularly changing particularly. And, and and it was it was struggling to come back with any metadata so i use this item and to be perfectly honest with you this application also struggled with that same show however i did quite like it's quite a simple interface and i did quite like the way i could put lots of um files into it and change the metadata repeatedly in there um it needs a little bit of refinement but you know there are other um metadata changes out there which are a little bit more expensive and i quite like the workflow on this one so go over take a look and if you have the uh, need for a metadata changer then I, I think I can recommend this, and it does get quite a, a few good reviews from lots of other people as well. Yeah, you just need the right amount of South African rand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a <laughs> we have a people's that, pick. Okay, this well I'll give you that will be about a hundred rand. About a right? hundred rand. Okay, <laughs> okay, uh, cougar rands. Uh, we have a people's pick from Steve Hammond, and and when when I saw this, mm. I was thinking, you know what that that's a really really 
good pick, and I'm I'm kind of surprised that you know neither you or I have picked it before. Uh, it's World of Goo for iOS, and, and I actually have this game and and play it quite often. It, it's just it's one of those weird surreal type games where you're not quite yeah, sure. You have to put your mind into a different um, environment, don't you? Really, you kind of it kind of chills you out, man. You like yeah, yeah. 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 What well, drugs am I drinking today? Well, I mean, be, being a blonde from Florida, goo just seems to appeal to me. Yeah. So it's available for iOS, and that was that you know in the show notes, this particular game will be for iOS. But you can also find it on the Mac App Store. Yes, you, know, you can. It, it's like all over the place, and and it is a really really fun game, and, and I highly recommend it. Uh, yeah, I must admit, if you, if you haven't tried World of Goo, try World of Goo. Yeah, it's like. Goo. Not quite for the world of goo. Of I goo. Don't know. Yeah, it, it's not yeah. quite death spankish. No, 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 no. Don't, don't go not. there. Don't go there. No, don't okay, go there. Don't go I won't go. There. So, so thank you very much, Steve. Yep, and I will if uh, if I can remember to send you out a woody as soon as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Now, guess come, come to the mymat.com website for goo for wooties <laughs> for wooties. Do you know what I nearly said then? Uh, Gooties for goodies. <laughs> That's all right. I, what was it with Google that I was looking for? Oh, it was Harry Google. Harry Google. Harry. Okay. I was trying to look up the fifth Harry Potter book, and as I was typing it, I just put in Harry, Harry Google. Harry Google. And it's like, well, that didn't come up at all. <laughs> anyway, guy, I can be found. At Gaz. <laughs> oh, are we back on that again? <laughs> How can you be found, Gaz? You can find me. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> if you want to email me, get to me at gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G A Z M A Z Z Z Z I've actually got a website, you know, as well, that's gazmaz.com. Did you know that? I did know that. Are you, oh, we'll have to talk about this another week. Have you converted that over from iWeb yet? No. Not yet? Not yet. Actually, I was having a good. Thought process about that today, so but we'll talk. We'll about save that. that yeah, we'll save that for another week. Yep. Now, I believe that you are also on the Twitters and interwebs. I am. I am all over them like like a bad fungus. Yeah, like a like a rash. <laughs> like a rash. Like a bad rash of fungus. <laughs> no, related. stop, stop, stop. No. <laughs> anyway, if you want to contact me and tell me what a complete idiot I am for even suggesting that Apple allow other people to make Macs, you can reach me at guy at uh, mymac.com, and you spell that G-A-Z at <laughs> mymac.com. And you can also reach me on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> and if you... <laughs> if you... If you, uh, you want to... Let Tim know how much you love the show. Uh, this may be an exception. Uh, you can reach him, our fearless leader, at feedback at mymac.com. And Gaz, damn it, where is Eddie Spaghetti when we need him? I don't know, but we've got a, we've got a Skype number, and I know the number. Oh, tell me. 703, that's area code, 703-436-9500. One. I don't know if the people in Australia understood that. Ooh, bad boy, you bad boy. No, I just need you right, one okay. more time. 703-436-9500. <laughs>
703-436-9501. And, of course, we have a Facebook page, and we need likes. We're up to 81 likes on our Facebook page. I just don't believe it. Isn't that insane? I love it. Thank you all so very, very much for going to Facebook and and letting us know everything there is to know yeah. about you go over to Facebook. itunes as well we'd love we love you long time if you do that that is a huge huge help for the show it and is. uh gaz i think that's going to do it i think we should be put down oh yeah please somebody stop us before we podcast again so <laughs> thank you all for downloading the show i sometimes i i just don't know why you do it but i'm glad that you do we yes i i i'm Thank you, thank you, thank you. Why am I thanking them? Because I don't know. every time they download it, it means we have to do another one. <laughs> well, actually, you know, we're up to three sixty nine now, and and I have to think mm. back. I think it was two eighty four, something like that. Yeah. Was our first show together? Yeah. So we're coming up on our on our hundredth podcast, and Blimey. there was a couple that you missed, and there's been a couple I missed, but but essentially. Since you and I took over the show, we're coming up on our hundredth show. That's incredible, isn't that? I mean, that's that represents almost almost two years. And I and I tell you what, I still can't stand you. <laughs> well, I can't blame you there. <laughs> I have to blindfold myself when every time I shave. <laughs> can't stand and look at myself. <laughs> so anyway, last time, thank you all so very much for downloading the show, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and tech fan with Tim Robertson. And I'm recording. My Mac podcast number 369. Can anyone else make a PC? <laughs> <laughs> Who can't? Who can't? What what the Okay. What the flipping f is this? <laughs> All right, I'm going to save this for the end of the show. Hold on, I'm going to start another. I can't, one. I can't believe I just did. You did, was that a I mistake read, or were you no, kidding? No, I read Mac, but thought PC. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. No, I read Mac and thought PC. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second.